Hey guys, this is John with the John Olson Show, and today I have Heather with me Hello. as a co-host, and my buddy Sam McGovern. Hey, How's it Sam. going? So Sam is a lawyer and does I estate am. planning. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. So before you turn off the dial, okay. it's super important. <laughs> uh, and he also does a lot of cool things in the community, don't you, Sam? I do. I uh, I become... It, it's sort of grown on me. I've become more and more involved. Um, it's kind of, it's always something I wanted to do, but couldn't really do kind of in my, my past career. So I started out as a police officer. I did that for years. That's kind of community work. Yeah, it, it, it is. And it isn't because you kind of have to keep the community at arm's length. Um, you know, there was, I saw opportunities to get involved with the city, things like that, but working for the city, you know, you, you can't, um, there's like conflicts of interest there. Sure. So you're a little bit limited on what you can do, but I always knew, um, you know, I, I knew I wanted to do other things. I knew I wanted to go back to law school, start a business, all that stuff. So kind of in the back of my mind, it's like, well, someday, you know, when I, when I'm just a an average citizen again, I want to take advantage of these opportunities, get involved, um, just you know, be a part of the community and you know, help where help is needed. Well, as, as real estate agents, Heather and I do a lot of that kind of same stuff where you get involved in the community so you can meet people and, and see what you can do to help. And it kind of grows your business at the same time that you're helping people. Definitely. Right. And it's not like something that you can usually say, I'm going to do this. Like tonight, I'm going to the Santee Chambers Taste of Santee. I'm not going to get a transaction out of this, but I'm going to reestablish relationships that I've built over years and just stay visible, right? Absolutely. And yeah. then hopefully provide some good service to somebody that uh, in the community that needs some help with something. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's about the relationships. Um, when you kind of put that first, everything else kind of seems to work out, kind of come together. Yeah. Um, yeah, every now and then you get, I mean, anyone can sniff it out instantly. You get someone who's you know, showing up and just trying to make sales. And yeah, in our business, they call it commission you. breath. Right? Yeah. So yeah, nobody wants that person yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the reason why I wanted to bring Sam in and it was kind of like strategic, we wanted to bring him in at the, at the end of the year. So a lot of people like to do goal setting and things like that towards the end of the year or the beginning of next year and those kinds of things. And I know for my family, um, you know, we had put, put off putting our estate planning for a long time until uh, I ran into Sam at an East County chamber mixer. Uh, he was standing there looking sharp in his suit and I, you know, walked up in my Aloha shirt and my jeans. And, uh, anyways, we built up a relationship over a few months and, um, it was between two trips that Gina and I were taking. I, where were we going? We we're going to like New Orleans and Puerto Rico or something like so, that yeah. within a short period of time. And, um, I'd built a, a relationship enough with Sam that I realized, Oh crap. What happens if the plane goes down or we get abducted by aliens or an alligator eats me when I'm in the, the swamp <laughs> or something. And, and how's the, uh, the family going to be taken care of? And you yeah. got to remember, you don't have to be old for that to happen. You oh, know, yeah. are you saying I'm old? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks. Totally. laughs> yeah. Well, I hear a lot of times people say like, Oh, I, I hope so. You know, it'd, it'd be super nice if I had an estate one day. I'm like, well, everyone has an estate and everyone has, I mean, even, you know, as soon as you become an adult, if you have a, a lease and things like that, if something happens to you, you know, you become incapacitated, you pass away, whatever it might be, there's going to be problems for your loved ones trying to sort it out, trying to deal with your landlord, trying to deal with your bills and things like that. So, um, you know, it's not just you know, rich people problems. It's, oh, I mean, I mean, it kind of, if you live here and 
you know, in our community, if you live in the United States, I mean, you're, you're sort of rich by the world standards. So, sure. um, but still, even if you have a house in San Diego County, that's probably worth six fifty to a million bucks, just a regular East County house. Right. So you have that asset that mm-hmm. may or may not have some equity in it yeah. and you transfer that to your kids. If you don't set it up right, then your kids have to pay taxes on all of that. Oh yeah. Right? There's, yeah. It doesn't just, you know, someone's house doesn't just pass on to their kids automatically. You have probate court to deal with. You have all sorts of fees, expenses. Um, yeah, I, I can get into the, you know, I could go on for hours about what's, what's bad about having to go through probate. Um, but you know, things like all the horror stories reimbursement. Are, yeah. are true. Oh yeah. It, it just, it puts your affairs out there for the world. You know, literally you you have to publish in the newspaper that your estate is being administered. So, so anyone, you have to find a newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like my mother passed away unexpectedly at yeah. uh, 58 mm-hmm. and she had nothing planned. Yeah. And I had to step in and try to figure it out. We had to have a probate mm-hmm. uh, lawyer and it takes a year to close something out. Easy. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was really difficult. So yeah. you don't have to be. I'll tell you it. For for Gina and I, we went in and we did all the paperwork, did an interview, and then came back a, a week or so later and and signed all the paperwork and wrote the check and, and we we're getting in the truck and uh, you know I looked at her and I said you know for about the price of a really nice refrigerator, <laughs> I totally chill on the money we just spent. I'm just not like oh crap, I hope the light bulb doesn't go out. I got to change the filter every six months. It yeah. was it was just totally like. Uh, so relieved. I was so relieved that we didn't have to worry about these things for our kids. Now, if you don't love your family, don't get a, don't get an estate, a plan for your estate. But if you do, you might want to consider it for sure. Well, even, you know, even if family's not your, uh, your favorite thing in the world, you know, sometimes if people want to set it up to leave it to charities, things like that, oh, that's, okay. um, you know, that's more difficult. You know, it's, I, I get the comment a lot, man, it's, it's hard to, give stuff away to people. Like, yeah, it is. You know, if we're, we're talking about charities, things like that, that's awesome. Um, but you know, it involves planning. You know, none of this stuff just happens, unfortunately. And for good reasons, you know, we want to protect people's estates. We don't want people, um, you know, something I, I saw as a police officer is someone passes away and you have people showing up, uh, maybe even before the police are called to, uh, you know, see if there's any valuables, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of a micro example, but, that's really the purpose of the whole process is to make sure that we know what someone's intentions are, that we can follow them. Um, the hard way to do that is through probate, but when we have careful planning, we use trust, things like that. Um, there's so many great things we can do to preserve someone's legacy, to accomplish their wishes. Um, it, it's, I enjoy the work just because I, I am setting up these good things rather than fighting with people all the time or, you know, best I can get you is, you know, five years in prison instead of 10 years thing, <laughs> you know, the typical lawyer stuff you think of. So yeah, it's, um, it's important. It's good work. I enjoy it. And I, I love helping people with it. It's kind of crazy how, um, you know, it, it's really not a sexy thing to do, mm-hmm. right? It's like you're spending money on something that it's, it, it, there's no tangible thing that you get, right? Yeah. You're not buying a, a outdoor kitchen for whatever you spend, you know, for sure. Outdoor kitchen or something. Like I try to convince my friend who's my age, he's got two daughters, mm-hmm. owns a house, um, doesn't have a business, but he's got all of these um, 
assets and liabilities that he has to, that somebody's going to have to deal with someday. Yeah. And I tried to convince him and then he was like, Oh, well, no, I'm not going to do that, but he'll go to Vegas and spend, you know, that same <laughs> amount of money on a weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, um, and I get that, but you know, I, I like to think of it too, as, um, you know, when we set up someone's estate plan, it's sort of like the vehicle for your legacy. And, and maybe I'm, I, well, I know I am weird. You know, I, I live in this stuff all day long, but, uh, when you have that plan in place and you're building on that plan, I think it's really, um, it keeps it in perspective. What are people working hard for? You know, what is, um, you know, what are your goals in life? What are you, what's the legacy you want to leave behind? So it's, um, yeah, you're right. It's not necessarily a tangible thing. Although I do like to use some nice fancy binders and yes, good paper yes. and things yeah. like that. But, uh, it makes it harder yeah. to lose at the office and in, in the house, you know, we have a little home exactly. office and yep. it's a neat little binder that stands out from the stuff that's piled <laughs> up on the desk that we don't use anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, and we make sure our kids all know where that's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think maybe, you know, if your, your neighbor goes looking at your property records and they see it's in a trust, you're going to pretty uh savvy exactly at the next neighborhood potluck or something like that so take that for what it's worth yeah there you go (laughs) because i know all my neighbors look around on the personal records online to see uh how i might title of my property there's one in every neighborhood yeah it's yeah it's not me (laughs) (laughs) so um one of the things that we do in in real estate is is we help people uh transition you know from being a, a renter to a homeowner. And that's kind of the same thing, except we get to see them buy a house and, you know, have their little kids play in the backyard and all of those wonderful things. But, you know, when we sit down to talk to somebody about buying a house, one of the ask, questions we ask is, are you looking for an investment? Are you looking for a place to put your stuff where you know that the rent's not going to go up and all those things? Are you looking to leave a legacy for your children? Mm-hmm. You know, and those are usually the three biggest reasons why people will buy a house. But if you go through all of that trouble and all of that time and energy to spend 750 to a you know, million plus on a house in San Diego, and you're making your $5,000 a month payments, it probably makes sense to put it uh, in a situation where if something does happen, unfortunately, uh, to you, get abducted by aliens or eaten by sharks or whatever, um, then your your kids um, will be taken care of till they're of age. And mm-hmm. you, know, you can set that up that way, right? Definitely. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Normally people finally come around, you know, want to go do their estate planning when they're sort of around retirement age, I think is most hey, common Ouch. or yeah. you know, <laughs> ideally before, but yeah. I really, the clients I love to work with are, um, you know, when I get new parents or someone who just bought their first house, something like that, a young family, mm-hmm. uh, cause there is so much value there. If someone has minor children where, you know, something happens to the parents, your own, uh, I'm the king of horrible examples. So mm-hmm. apologize once now in advance, but you know, you're, you're on date night, there's a car accident, something like that. Something happens to the parents. Well, you know, the, your two year old daughter can't own the house. So what happens? You know, it's not a good situation if you kind of leave that up in the air versus if we have a trust set up, we know that that can be used in a variety of different ways to take care of someone's family, um, you know, to make sure that they're, cause that's, you know, every parent's worst nightmare is wondering, you know, what's going to happen to my kid if I can't take care of them. So if we can kind of set that up and know, okay, you know, they're going to be able to use this for life expenses. They're going to have funds to go to school if they want to, you know, to get started in life. Um, it's just, there's a whole nother level of it. That's so awesome to be a part of when we're working with young families or people with kids, things like that. 
So most of the people that you work with are over 55? I'd say the majority. Okay. Uh, you know, it's because like you said, it's not something it's not, um, especially when you're young, it's like, oh, you know, do I want to go on this fancy vacation or, you know, buy the biggest new Traeger grill for my backyard or something like that? Or do I want to go get my estate plan done? So I acknowledge it's a tough sell. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I see a lot of, you know, sometimes it's just parents who want to be extra prepared or sometimes um, my younger clients saw maybe a parent or a grandparent saw their estate have to go through probate court and that whole process and the legal fees, all the other fees, things like that creditors. So right. Which, the, which need to be paid if you got money or not out of the estate. Well, yeah, the exactly. fees are greater going through probate than oh, yeah. they are paying the estate. Yeah. Yes. Generally, um, you know, generally it's, assessed as a percentage of the gross estate yes. rather than you know just paying a one-time flat rate fee um, so no one i don't think anyone really likes that so kinda, either way you're paying yeah it's yes. uh i would say it's you know it's like 10 times cheaper to plan in advance and take care of things on the front end than it is to sort them out on the back end at least and then it probably makes it less awkward for the family because there's a plan Exactly. Right? Here, you're, you're step one to step yeah. 10 and, and, you know, anybody yeah. that's expecting to get, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the heirloom photo of, you know, a grandma just fresh off the boat in yeah. 1918. Yeah. It mm-hmm. helps yeah. protect against infighting in the family and Definitely. different things like that because it's already there in black and white. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, it, it is so important, such a huge part of, you know, it's not just drawing up a quick document. It's planning to avoid those conflicts, things like that. Right. Um, but yeah. It's little things. That's the worst case scenario. You see a family that's torn apart over a disagreement over money. So um, I really enjoy avoiding those conflicts. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll spot little red flags and say, Hey, we need to talk about this a little bit more. Um, you know, what do you think the effect on your family would be if we do make this decision? Like, how is someone going to feel? Things like that. So, um, you know, just making a plan, it, it, it yeah, you know, sometimes you call it legacy planning. I think mm-hmm. that's a really good, you know, better than estate planning in some senses because you are, you're setting up how you want to be remembered. You don't want to be remembered for the court battle and you know, having to go to court 15 times and different hearings before someone could, you know, sell a house, things like that. You want to be remembered for who you were and what you did for your family and your loved ones rather than um, the mess that you left behind. And it can be difficult because being somebody that had to go into that situation, I had to figure out how my mom banked and Mm -hmm. where she banked and all the other things, how she paid her bills, where she paid her bills. It would be just like if I went into your house, John, and had to try to figure out what you did because I had no idea. She's a grown woman. She took care of it herself. I had no idea. And I just had to dig it out. It was very difficult. Yep. That's awkward. Yeah, definitely. So there are services that people can do online. Is that one of those situations like, you know, like I have my insurance from a a friend that's an insurance agent Mm -hmm. because uh, I pay a little more, but I get more service. Yeah. Um, Is it the same kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, yeah. There are these services and sometimes they'll work and it, you know, if you have a, you know, I just want to leave my stuff to my kids and make it simple. Yeah. Sometimes that'll work and you can um, you know, probably get away with using one of those services. 
Um, I don't like to, you know, I, I'm a worrier, so I don't like to operate in that realm of, you know, this is probably going to work. Um, this is good enough. Yeah. I don't really like them that much. Yeah. You know, sometimes I see little things as, you know, someone leaves out literally one or two words in an important document and it can derail the whole thing. Um, but the other thing too, is thinking about it in terms of, um, on occasion, you know, I do when I draft an estate plan for someone, um, we're doing everything we can to avoid a potential lawsuit, things like that. We're trying to set it up so that's not going to happen, but sometimes people's wishes are, um, sort of what, what I call, you know, a high risk estate plan where, you know, there isn't a relationship with natural heirs, things like that. And you have some family member who comes out of the woodwork and wants to file a lawsuit to undo your whole estate plan because they think that they can you know, snatch some more money um, by filing a lawsuit than they would based on what your wishes actually were. So in situations like that, you know, that's where I come in and you have your attorney who says, no, I counseled them on this. This was what they wanted. This is why we set it up this way. This is why this document is the way it is. I know, you know, I look them in the eye. I know that they understood what they were doing. Yeah. You know, I, to the best of my knowledge, there wasn't anyone standing outside, you know, forcing them to come in and do the estate play in this way versus, you know, if you go on, you know, name your online service, you just don't have that advocate for what your wishes were you don't have that so it's still left uh, open to interpretation on and and if you didn't uh, spell it out correctly then it's going to be exactly an opportunity for yeah. it to just to be a wasted effort yeah if someone you know argument number one is going to be oh well, they just click some buttons on you know the internet website they didn't understand what it meant they didn't you know they maybe they just clicked the wrong thing or they clicked the back button too many times or whatever it might be versus no this was an intelligent counseled decision um that was crafted as a plan rather than you know, being open to you to, know one of the calls i get a lot is when people are getting ready to close escrow on their house they got to fill out all their paperwork for their um uh, how they want to take title and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they ask me the questions that I can't answer because I'm not a lawyer, right? Yeah. How do mm -hmm. I take titles? Is it joint yeah. tenancy? Is it tenancy and common? Yeah. My, and all of that kind of stuff. And and I have to go through with them mm -hmm. and show them, you know, read this, mm -hmm. what, what, which one best fits your situation. Do yeah. you have, do you have legal counsel? Maybe you should talk to them mm -hmm. because I don't know how their estate's set up. I'm not yeah. a lawyer. I can't do all of that stuff. But I'll tell you, just that one simple thing is how do you want to take title, mm -hmm. right? When you go buy a car, it's like, do you want to put, you know, Jonathan D, Jonathan David, Jonathan, John, mm -hmm. what do you want to put on there? Um, I can imagine that if you had um, some assets of any considerable value that in you can't figure out how to take title to your house. How are you going to uh, describe online how you want your, your estate or your legacy planned out? Exactly. And how are you, you know, it's about, a, there's more than if you have a trust, you have a will that may not be the legal instrument that's going to control what happens to your property. There's this whole web where we look at title to assets and oftentimes whatever the title to the asset is supersedes any sort of provision in a will or trust. So you have to look at that and say, you know, oftentimes when we're creating a broader plan, you know, it's not about everything's going into the trust or everything is part of this. You know, it really is a planning process where we have certain things that we say, okay, we want to title this a certain way and that's going to accomplish this goal then these other things are going to be dealt with by the trust for these reasons. And it's, 
Um, you know, it, it's not as simple as just, you know, clicking some buttons. Oftentimes it's a bigger plan with a lot of legal implications where two little words can make a huge difference that kicks someone into probate or causes someone to lose out on huge tax incentives, things like that. So yeah, it's, um, like I said, sometimes, um, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes you can you know, kind of go at it on your own, but, um, yeah, it, for me, it reminds me of um, years ago, we had an old house, a hundred year old house that we we're trying to fix up. And I was trying to, you know, do plumbing and do every sort of home improvement job you can think of. I'm like, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. And I'm trying to figure it out on YouTube. And then eventually I realized, you know, maybe I should stick to my job and pay someone who knows what they're doing, who can do this way faster and better. And then I can sleep at night, not worrying if the ceiling's going to fall on me because I didn't do it right. Things like that. Sure. And that totally makes sense. So um, one of the things I also wanted to talk about um, outside of the estate planning part Mm -hmm. is one of the organizations that you work with, was it um, Home Guiding Hands or which one did you win your trip from? Oh, so um, I've become pretty involved with the uh, the team over at Home of Guiding Hands, mm-hmm. um, you know, providing not me personally, but Home of Guiding Hands provides services for individuals of all ages with developmental disabilities. And yes, um, about a year they have their annual um, gala, the fundraiser. Right, every nonprofit that's a big nonprofit they have to have a dinner. Oh yeah, I think it's part of the bylaws. Yes, I think it's in the IRS code or something. You exactly. have to have a gala. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, you know, it's kind of a. You know, we ended up going, we got invited and like, oh, this will be fun to check out. And I think my, that's when my wife probably started scheming, um, <laughs> but you know, they have the silent auction. And so we're going around looking at the prizes. And that's the one where you fill out your, your name on the sheet and how much you want to bid. Yeah. So they, well, they had a silent auction and then a live auction component for some of the, uh, more significant items that were involved in the evening. Yeah. That's, you never get up to go to the bathroom when they're doing the live oh, yeah. auction. Cause that yeah. will cost you tons of money. Yeah. So, but you know, it, you get caught up in the moment and I got my wife bumping me like, Hey, bid, bid. So we ended up, uh, you know, through that process sort of ended up with, uh, what turned out to be, you know, a trip of a lifetime to Greece. Awesome. Yeah. We just got back from, uh, I guess, you know, about a month ago, month and a half. So very cool. Yeah. Still, still readjusting to the real world again. Ah, uh, yeah. After invasion, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a little taste of what it would look like to live that like Mamma Mia life. And did you go just, through the city, the streets, like singing and stuff? I did not. Um, not. Okay. Yeah, that that could be offensive to some people. So I've learned okay. to not do things like that myself. <laughs> uh, you pay but, experts to do it exactly. And watch yes. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Not not my area of expertise, but you know, we had an incredible time in Athens and Santorini, and um, it just such a really a trip of a lifetime. Awesome opportunity to see the other side of the world and really experience it. It's, it's kind of, I love traveling. Um, you know, we're looking forward to making a couple more trips, um, next year. Yeah. I think we have Puerto Rico again. That's like our, our Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And so we go to Puerto Rico. We'll probably end up going to, um, uh, Nashville. I have a conference in Nashville. And then, uh, hopefully we're going to Italy. We've been putting this trip off for three years because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. Um, but we're looking forward to go to Italy in, in July. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, uh, we haven't done, I don't think anyone's done enough of it here recently. Excuse me. 
<clears throat> no me. worries. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, you know, with COVID, exactly. Like, you know, COVID kind of ruined everyone's travel plans for a while, but it was just getting back into it, going to a totally different place. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it's just such an important breath of fresh air. I think a lot, you know, not only just to get away, to relax, kind of reset, you know, not have your nose in your work all the time, but also be like these people living on the other side of the world, they're literally listening to the same music and, you know, mm-hmm. people just like us. Um, yeah. I, my, one of my takeaways is I need to kind of up my game here. Everyone there speaks like three plus different languages, things like that. And I'm, Working on well, my you English. Speak English and and lawyer. Yes. Yeah. So that's two. Yeah. <laughs> Legalese. Exactly. So um, you know, it's with all the stuff going on um, in the news in China and stuff like that. I went to China um, mm-hmm. when I worked for the uh, Santee Chamber. I got to go on this trip, and um, it's weird. Um, yeah. Just seeing um, a place that you you went to, you visited on a, a, a trip for ten days, whatever it was. Yeah. And and to see them in the news and all of that kind of thing. But it's interesting to a different perspective, you know, like you, that's how I look at stuff. Right. And, and the more I travel then the better perspective I have and, and can be a better human and all those wonderful things, all those warm fuzzies for sure. You yeah. awake Heather? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, uh, I don't, I, I, I guess call it luck, but we ended up, you know, we met people from all over the world, you know, cause people are coming to Greece from, all these different European countries all over the place from El Cajon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. so we ended up on this catamaran for the day and there was another couple and they were there from orange County. And then, uh, you know, we met some friends from Canada, from, uh, Germany, friends who had lived all over the world or from Brazil originally. Um, but we ended up, we just spent the day with these strangers from all over the world. And it was just, yeah. Isn't that kind of funny when you just like run into somebody I ran into somebody on my last trip to Hawaii and, and um, we just got to chatting and uh, it turned out that they were there for a softball tournament. Huh. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm from Santee. And they go, Oh my gosh, we played at the sportsplex two years ago. And then I <laughs> talked about, you know, a big deal at Santee is for a softball tournament. Yeah. It was just fascinating to, you know, just sit down and have a beer with someone who, yeah, you'd, you'd think someone who's living on the other side of the world has a completely different, life that you can't understand, but you know, we're all trying to do the same things. We're all trying to, you know, we're all, everyone's working hard, trying to take care of their families, trying to travel around, have some fun every now and then things like that. So. Yeah. And make sure that they leave a legacy worth leaving. Exactly. Or create a le- legacy worth leaving. There you go. So, awesome. Well, Sam, thanks for coming on. Um, if somebody wants to get some more information, uh, what's your website? Yeah. So McGovern law group.com. That's, um, you know, M-C-G-O-V as in Victor, E-R-N, McGovernLawGroup.com. Um, or you can just kind of Google it, as most people tend to do these days. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I, I should pop up somewhere there. We have offices in La Mesa and Alpine. Um, you know, we just we try and be a, a resource to people in the community. So I try to be pretty easy to find if people are looking for more information. Yeah, and it's not like he's a hard sales guy. You can tell he's just uh, he's just a guy giving the information, and when you're ready to go, he'll he's there for you. I hate to be sold, so uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I try to avoid doing that to yeah. People I, as well. I, I like to educate rather than sell. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. We had some clients yesterday that just chose to not go through with their escrow, mm-hmm. and they were so surprised. It was like like not that I was encouraging them to not yeah, go, but it was like nah, you're spending crap ton of money. It's kind of a big, for sure. Yeah. Make sure you get what you need. It's awesome. 
Anyway, Sam, thanks again for coming on. Heather, it's always great to see you. And um, Merry Christmas. Same to you. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Talk to you soon, guys. Okay.